Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. This week, we continue our focus on the biggest issues affecting businesses and organizations globally. That is the impact of COVID-19. And along with bringing you updates and critical events happening all around the world, we're always fortunate to have the chance to bring our local ELA lawyers into the conversation. These good folks are practicing on the ground in jurisdictions, working daily with their clients to help them move through these difficult times. Since the outbreak began, we've been getting updates from colleagues all across the globe, initially from China, then Italy, Korea, then across to Asia, Europe, the US, and now we're back in Latin America to check in with our member in Paraguay. Joining us today on the program is Ayosibio Lopez from Voga, our member in Asuncion Paraguay. And he's working from the office today, and he's going to share with us some of the changes that have happened in his country, how business has been impacted by the virus, recent legislation or government directives we've had, and how that's impacting business at large. Welcome to the program, Ayosibio. How are you? Hello, Pete. Thank you very much. I am really happy to have the chance to share with you updates regarding COVID-19 in Paraguay. So you're working from the office today. That's a new thing. Here in the U.S., most people are still working from home. So are there a lot of teleworkers in Paraguay and are there regulations in place to allow for that? Yes, teleworking is regulated in Paraguay and many people are actually teleworking. The current regulation is resolutions 471 and 598 rendered by the Ministry of for employment and social security. Uh, resolution 471 basically recommends teleworking for all employees whose physical presence is not essential to perform the work. Furthermore, it indicates that an amendment to the employment contracts must be made to expressly incorporate teleworking. Employers who want to incorporate teleworking must fulfill certain obligations. Basically, they must firstly determine what type of work can be performed through teleworking or by teleworking. And secondly, they must prepare a document that outlines the workplace environment of the employees, the conditions that must fulfill said um, environment to perform telework. With regard to the obligations of teleworkers, they are essentially the following. They must enter into an amendment of their employment contract and to expressly incorporate teleworking. And they must be available or within reach during working hours. Do you think that this will change long-term in Paraguay? I mean, it sounds like it's working now and people are, are making it work. They meet the qualifications. Do you feel like when things go back to normal, and by normal, who knows what that's going to mean, but let's say when we have a vaccine, do you think some of the people that will still be teleworking today will be doing the same in the future, or will everyone go back to the office? I think teleworking is basically is going to stay. And not everyone is going to do teleworking, but it has been proven that it can work very well with certain kind of work, even uh, lawyers were like initially reluctant, at least here in Paraguay, they were not maybe so used to it. But now, in general, we are performing our work with no issue at all. Very interesting. A number of our our law firms have actually closed their offices until next year. I know our friends in Brazil 
have made the decision they're not going to reopen their corporate office until January of next year. And, and you're right, a lot of it is, is working quite well. Let's move on to the employment contract, because you did mention that the employment contract needs to be amended for teleworking. Can employers suspend temporarily any employment contracts? And if they can, what's the requirement for doing that? Yes, they can. That's regulated in, the, in our labor code. Since Paraguay had a very early lockdown, the suspension of labor or employment contracts was a tool that was used from the very beginning. But, and the Ministry of Work and Employment have also rendered a resolution that further regulates the requirements that employers must fulfill in order to suspend their employees. Basically, they are the following. Firstly, they must notify the employees at least five days in advance about the suspension. And the suspension must indicate the length or duration of it and the ground for the suspension. Aside from the notification to the employees, they also must submit said communication, the, the communication requesting the suspension to the Ministry of War, Employment and Social Security. And some basic information must be indicated. The name and that identification number of the, of the company, address, phone number, email, name of the legal representative, payroll of the employers who are suspended, indicating phone, address, seniority, position, a proof of evidence that the suspension was communicated to the employees, and a payroll of all the employers who are registered before the Social Security Institute. When the suspension is motivated by financial distress or lack of raw materials, such as the pandemic, because basically most of the companies are under financial distress, they must also attach a copy of financial statement of the last three years, a sworn declaration of BIT, value added tax of the last 12 months, stock boots, and an economic recovery plan. The Ministry of Work have a turn of 10 days to accept or reject the suspension of employment contracts, but mostly most of the requests that fulfill the requirements have been accepted. So Eusebio, if you have been laid off or temporarily suspended, is there compensation that an employee will get, especially if they've been infected by COVID-19? Let's talk specifically about those employees. If you've been infected by COVID-19, or you have to stay in quarantine for some reason because you're, there's a suspicion that you're infected. What mm -hmm. kind of compensation, if any, is available for those people? That's an interesting question. And uh, luckily, Paraguayan regulation actually covers all, basically all possible scenarios. Either if you were infected by COVID-19 or you are under quarantine or you were suspended or dismissed, all those cases Basically, the Social Security Institute is currently pay paying a compensation of 50% of the monthly minimum wage to employees who, like I said, who were either dismissed, suspended during the, the term of the suspension, infected by COVID-19, or are currently under quarantine, which is a period of 14 days like, to determine whether the person 
has COVID-19 or not. In all those cases, the Social Security Institute is paying compensation. Well, do employees that have lost their jobs, either through the challenges of the workplace or through the economy or whatever's caused that reason, is there other kind of compensation in place for people that have just lost their jobs, not temporarily suspended or off for COVID? For those who lost their job, the, the compensation is the same, as 50% of their monthly minimum wage as well. Uh, now, since the economic recession caused by COVID-19 is still ongoing, the government is like planning to get a loan or basically to continue with the payment of the compensations to those who lost their jobs. And so Paraguay is, is a very interesting country, a beautiful country. And uh, I visited your Thank office you. there several years ago with some of our other colleagues. And, but it really builds its economy on the labor that you provide in many cases to other countries in the region. So what's the expectation that the labor market will bounce back from COVID? Will that happen quickly? Will it take a long time? What are the experts saying? Luckily, the expectations are good. Uh, according to a, a report from the Commission for Latin America and the, and, and the Caribbean, the Economic Commission for Latin America and Caribbean, Paraguay GDP is expected to contract 2.3%, which is the lowest in, in the Americas. So uh, that means that once because Paraguayan economy is now already working more or less like it was before the pandemic. Uh, still, restaurants and other economic activities such as uh, tourism are affected, but we are gradually moving towards uh, normality. And the expectations, as I said, are very good. So hopefully we'll be in, in, in a good track very soon. Wonderful. Well, I hope you and your family have been safe and well and out of harm's way and that the virus has not dramatically impacted your family. I'm sure it's impacted your lifestyle, but everything good down there for you? Yes, likely, yes. We are fine. Trying to stay healthy, to follow all the health measures, to stay optimistic and see what opportunities we can find and what we can learn from this, from this experience. Well, greetings to you and Rodolfo and the rest of the folks at Voga. Thank you for joining us today and continue to be safe. Thank you very much, Pete. It has been my pleasure. And as you all know, we are here open and eager to help employers who have questions about Paraguay and employment regulation and other staff. So please feel free to reach us. If you'd like to connect with Iosebio Lopez from Voga, in Paraguay or any of our lawyers around the world, please search for them on the ELA website at ela.law. Just go to the big find a lawyer widget in the center of the page, click on the drop down box there. You can also sign up to receive invitations to attend upcoming webinars, download our white papers, get on demand content or access the ELA's exclusive global employer handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.